speaking of which, I never told you what movie I want to go back and watch. Don't ask you why. I have shown you. Actually, you can ask you why. You don't have to. Footloose. <laughs> why? <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, we had my dad had a VHS tape with like all the music videos, you know, on it. Like the first, the first video on the tape was Michael Jackson bad. Mm. Like think of it like that, right? It was like all the shit that he taped off VHS, like in video hits and whatever. And in after bad, I'm pretty sure the next sequence was the music segues in Footloose. Yeah, right. Yeah, like the tractor race. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. Then uh, is it is it we need a hero? I can't remember. Which, you know when he does that whole dance sequence in like the factory warehouse thing by himself. Yeah, that's Footloose. Yeah. I can't remember the song though. I'm pretty sure it's Footloose. Um, no, 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 no. It's a. Uh, hang on. No, it's not. It's it's. I'm pretty sure. You know what I'm thinking? What a fucking intro! Yeah. It's so good. Hero scene. Is this it? Holding out for a hero. Oh, I need a hero. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? By um, Bonnie Tyler. Yeah, hang on. That's is that the tractor scene? I need a hero. <laughs> 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 hang on, wait. Which one that is it? That song is so. This one, dancing warehouse scene. This scene. Unwoke, by the way. What is? I need a hero. Unwoke. What do you mean? Exactly that. I haven't watched this since I was like seven years old, man. Eight years old. Fuck, I even remember him tapping the steering wheel, man. John Lithgow. Yeah, man. I'm six years old right now, dancing in my, my living room with my sister or some shit. You know what I mean? That's such a post-effects bottle smash as well. Yeah, good track. Man, I miss the 80s. I just miss them. This is 84, yeah? But see, there's a thing. I've watched this scene a thousand times with zero context. Yeah. Because I don't remember the movie. Yeah, yeah. And like, as an adult, I looked it up and it's like, okay, kid moves to town where dancing is outlawed. Okay. <laughs> like, that's all I know. But I've seen... Is this, is this even in the film, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. This whole sequence. Because my old man taped it from the movie. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, this is from the film. Yeah, because we had this sequence... 
That's hilarious. It was literally after the bad music video. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, dude, I memorized like the, every scene in this, wow. this scene, every bit of choreography with zero context. That's why I've always said like, I want to go watch this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why is this guy in a warehouse, like, dancing and doing aerobics? Well, he doesn't need much context. Or, or, <laughs> as, 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 as soon as you realise or know that, yeah, he's he's banned, you're not allowed to dance. That's, That's pretty so much fucking it. 80s, too. Yeah. The, rever- the repeat yeah, shot. Yeah, the repeat shot. Like, Van Damme doing the kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one, the other scene I memorise is the tractor arm um, scene. Tell me you remember that. Ah, oh, the tractor scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like, that doesn't need real context, it's just a, a tractor scene, right? So, hang on. Chicken race tractor. She was hot, man. Who was she? I don't know. Is it, uh, has anybody ever died doing this? Just once. <laughs> hey, Riggs! Hey, sport! When this hat flies in the air, you better have your button gear. Oh, yeah. I live my life one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> and this is where I saw her from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All oh, right. So zero context. Again, it's two guys having a race. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> what a beat. What a beat. The Tom's, man. The oh. gate of Tom's. <laughs> listen, listen to the lyrics. It's about toxic masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) What do you need? There you go. To be fresh from the fights. So, I, Jerry, that he was trying to figure out how to drive this thing. But what's the point? So, this was the actual song that they played for this scene. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, and I remember him trying to jump out, but his uh, shoes were like, yeah, that's it. His shoelaces were tied down. How old's Kevin Bacon there? Um, like eighteen? No, 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 no. I remember he was playing a he was playing a dude that was meant to be in high school, but he was significantly older. But he just like John Travolta in Greece. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, I remember this scene like crystal clear, like him jumping up, like this part getting dropped, that shot, the shot from the tractor, yeah, all right. that. I remember it all. We but- had my my um. You talk about your dad putting together a video clip thing. 
My mum had a VHS of all the classic that we grew up on, of all the classic Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes. Oh. Like, classic episodes that were like, you know, full fucking Looney Tunes violence. You know what I mean? Like- and racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were fucking great, man. I always watched I love Thousand and One Rabbit Tales. That's the one where it's like a composite movie. Basically, they use different shorts from different Looney Tunes. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. It's, it, the whole story is that Bugs and Daffy are selling books for the Rambling House Publishing Company. Yeah. And one go, wants to go to Pismo Beach and the other one wants to go to Thermopolis. And then oh, yeah, they get yeah. stuck in the cave. Daffy discovers the, the cave with the jewels. And then, oh, that's a classic one. Yeah. I love that and one. Bugs ends up going to uh, the middle of the desert. and finds Open it. Sesame. He's <laughs> like, open uh, Sarsaparilla. Saskatchewan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the best, man. Those cartoons were the best, man. <laughs> Fucking the best. Dude, I've watched that thing into the ground, man. Yeah, man. I had it on VHS, then I taped it again off TV, then I ended up finding it. I've got it on DVD. Old somewhere. Looney Tunes and Simpson, classic Simpsons episodes as well. Best. <laughs> Simpsons season, I've always said, I've been saying this for a while now, but seasons four to, was it four to eight? That that was like golden era Simpsons. I've got to say something. You're currently going through like my whole rations here. <laughs> Get him away from me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you've literally opened up. That's right, every, I, can't, I can't have snacks. Every pack of food there is. <laughs> I've got the thing on up somewhere in the car if you want, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? It's dangerous, Tim. It's dangerous, man. This is not part of my diet. <laughs> what diet, man? It's part you've of my regular diet. Chocolate, snakes, licorice. <laughs> you've smashed a Gatorade. Oh, and fuck. A, a muesli bar. I fucking annihilated all this shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> shit. The bin's there to you, right, man? Fuck. <laughs> God damn. You're fucked, man. Do you want me to get um, some Uber Eats or something? No, no, no. Chinese food. Do you know what the big joke is with the with the Jewish people having Chinese food at um like Christmas Hanukkah? I didn't even know that was a thing. It's a thing. It's a stereotype, but for a reason. It's because Chinese food is typically kosher because there's no almost no chance of mixing dairy with meat. Oh, okay. So that's why they and they don't want to cook during that period, so, so no. they find it easy just to order Chinese food. Yeah, right. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like a big big sort of Jewish okay. sort of what's up. Anyway. What was I saying? Oh. Perhaps we can confirm that with our Jewish listeners. Would you like to call in? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, yes, it's true. Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I picture Sal or whatever his name is from um, Coming to America? The first guy, Eddie Murphy in black, in white face. Eddie Murphy in white face. Is that not woke? Or is that allowed? Because he's a minority. That's a good question. Would that be considered... Well, he played him again in the second one. Offensive? He played him again in the second one. So he did. Clearly, yeah. they overlooked it. Yeah, but the, that whole film was a bit of a... I didn't watch it. I didn't bother. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was what? 80, was that 90s? 91 or 89? Uh, Coming to America. Coming to America was like 88, I think. 88. 87 or 88? Yeah, 88, 88. Yeah. Fuck, he was on fire. That was peak Eddie Murphy. That was, that was, uh, yeah, that was peak Eddie Murphy. Yeah, 88. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, what I was saying before was about the algorithm. All yes, you need the algorithm. To do all- another, by the way, another... I believe another advent, you know, we were talking about the, uh, the industrial revolution, the information age, <laughs> internet, the algorithm. That's the next one, man. I'm telling you. The algorithm age? Yes. Yes. Where they, they knew, they don't just, they don't go to the digital shit. They go to the full process of what's acquired and what's prominent. Where you don't have to do anything anymore. Literally, you're just sitting there and everything's delivered. <laughs> Everything. When it, the neural link will link you up in your brain, so we know exactly as soon as you have a thought. And yes, that will be charged to your account, and it will come to the thing. You won't have to lift a finger. So then, what do you do for work? Beat off. They've <laughs> <laughs> just got armies of people beating off. And it's like Idiocracy. Have you seen that film? No, I can't, that's that's one I need to yeah. actually watch. Yeah, fucking great. Classic. He, Mike Judge, man, he fucking he predicted the future. He's a prophet. Mike Judge is on my top three writers, like of all time, sort of thing. Some of this shit he's written and his ability as a voice actor is just like next level. Yeah, he's, he he's, voiced like the entire series of what Beavis and Butthead. Did he? Oh, that's all him. Yeah, well, he yeah. wrote it and yeah, he also he wrote voiced it. Yeah. it. He did in every character, like literally every character, was him. Besides uh, uh, Daria, the Dharma, whatever her name is Daria, the, the the female. He literally voiced almost everyone. Yeah. Um, no, what I was going to say was, do you remember George Carlin's bit about everything, Americans being obsessed with spending money and marketing? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He does that whole thing where he's like breathless and just goes through the whole thing. Everything's like on sale. It's all scripted, yeah. Yeah, prepaid, you know, no charge, zero fees, la, la, la. And that was like 92. Can you imagine what he would be saying today. Oh, I can only imagine, That man. was 30 years ago when Fuck. he did that bit. Man, he would be having a fucking field day right now. Do you reckon? Oh, do you reckon he would have yeah, just man. stopped and just oh my retired God. from it? I mean, he'd probably be dead, to be honest. He's, he was pretty... How well, old was he when he cocked it? Wouldn't have been 80, something. He had, he had, like, dropped the script by the end of it. Like, did you watch his last special? Where he's gone on about, <laughs> it's a big club, and you ain't in it. I fucking love that The bit. illusion of freedom of choice. You, you have, have choice. no choice. <laughs> they own you. <laughs> sick cunt, man. What a sick cunt. I love him. You didn't even think the name, though. I didn't. <laughs> But he no, but that was that was. If I'm talking about the all-time greats, oh, he doesn't make it. He does make it. Then you didn't even think. No, but name. the question was my favourites. Oh, fuck off! He wouldn't. What? He wouldn't have been a favourite of yours. He is a favourite of mine. But I'm talking about like I, I didn't get into George Khan until I was Bernie like, Mac. Le- yeah, again, scatter you motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, great. But I didn't. I didn't grow up listening to him. So I only got into George Carlin when I was like maybe what eighteen. Pablo Francisco's first stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man, that's 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 sad. Yeah, he's back. Is he? Yeah, he's he created an Instagram account and like he's he's started, back. Apparently, he's yeah starting to do shit again. I haven't seen any material though. I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm. I know. But he, he was fucking amazing his, when he first peak, came. Out. Little tortilla boy, like man. But the everyone. thing is, that was it. He didn't evolve. He didn't have new shit. It was all the same shit. It kept coming because everyone was obsessed with that. And so he would tour like Scandinavia and they'd be like, little tortilla boy, do it. And so that would be the big thing. And so- <laughs> That voice. I, I don't know. It's just some generic accent. I know. What's it? Generic Euro accent. But like, 
yeah, man, because he was ta- he's talented, but like, I think he got on the gear as well. That fucked him up. And, yeah, well, that's when he yeah. had that brain lapse and he f- he fucked oh, up yeah. on stage, and yeah, that was yeah. the end of it. Yeah, that's I'd seen him three times. I'd seen him three times, and he got progressively. I think we yeah. saw him together once. Did we? Maybe no. Cr- I think you, you saw him with Andy in Geelong or something, or Lawn. A crown. crown. No, I didn't see him at crown. Oh, okay, I saw him at crown. No. Anyway. I saw him in the States. I saw him twice here. But, like, dude, he was a comedian. Fucking, yeah. And in 2010, like, he was it. He was on uh, Jay Leno. He did the whole Jay Leno bit. Did he? That was the first bit I saw of him, where he was on Jay Leno. I think I ever saw He, he was on a late show, and he, yeah. But his first two specials, Ouch, and I can't remember what the other one was called. Oh, even the last one he did, um, they put it out there. That was still good. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? As in, I know what happened. He, but- got, he got on it, man. <laughs> he lost, he lost, yeah, lost control. What about, um? oh, what's his fucking name? Oh, there's so many dudes. Dana Carvey. Oh, yeah, great. Great impressionist. But see what I mean? Is he a comedian or is he just an impressionist or a comedic actor? Because he was on Saturday Night Live. He kind of does it all, doesn't he? But that's, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah, you know? multi-talented. You you had said ages ago. I remember one of the last times, well, not last times. I remember once you were on um maybe you were even on a podcast here, but you were talking about Eddie Murphy doing a comeback to stand up. Yeah, well, he's been talking about that for years. Would you pay to see Eddie Murphy do a comeback? <sighs> I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Nope. Because I don't think his material as a stand-up comedian was good enough. He's a brilliant comedic actor. Brilliant actor. Period. I watched that one where he plays Dolomite. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, I mean that was his first real serious dramatic, not yeah. dramatic, but like as in yeah, a he, film role. Like it, yeah, it was he, when he first came back. Yeah, he'd fallen out of movies for like ten years or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Dolomite was a good role. Yeah, but as a stand-up comedian, you're talking about. So yep. what? So what? So hang on a minute. Oh, dude. De- so, Delirious and Raw are yeah. next level. That's what I'm talking about. But they were yeah. like early 80s. Yeah. Did he do anything after that? Well, no. That's that. that, that that's what adds the whole but that's, the whole legend that's, status but of that's it. That's the point. He left at the peak. Yeah, but he only did, like, he did his, his he did his- He the, did two he specials. His, that he was got it. his beginnings, right? Yeah. In stand-up, doing the, the Borscht Belt or whatever the fuck he did, right? Then he got on Saturday Night Live. Then he did two specials. And then left it to go to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It means he only developed his craft to that degree. True. And he only used material up to that point. True. And he just stopped. True. Maybe that's as far as it could have taken it. Like, like you but know what? But that's not to say that those specials weren't fucking <clears throat> great. Okay. You want to tell you something about those specials? Mm. He ripped off material from Richard, Pry- Richard Pryor. Straight up. Which material did he rip off? The first one that comes off the bat is- Eddie Murphy talking about how he got into show business uh, for pussy. Oh, really? Richard Pryor starts the live at the Sunset Strip literally with that material. Oh, does he? Yeah. And he talks about getting high... He talks about he thought he'd hit the big time. You know, like Richard Pryor. So I was like, hit the big time when he got the Playboy pussy. Oh. When he had a Playboy bunny sitting in his apartment. Okay. There's a whole bit about it. Okay. And it's, it's just it's not the only line. He does a bit... You know, when Eddie Murphy goes... When I go to Texas, they'll fuck you up. Richard Pryor talks about how they said they could never have been, you know, in World War Two or whatever because, they, like, not, they would never have caved to any Nazis. Mm. Like, there'd be a brother saying that, you know, 
I would have told them Nazis this. He's like, oh, you don't tell Nazis shit. Like, they'll come along and... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dude, there's so... Like, if you line no, them up... No, I, I, I... Yeah, no, there is... You can hear the influence, 100%. You can have your influences, but he's yeah. lifted material he's directly. Lifted and just changed... Direct material. So, mm. there you go. Yeah, well... But that's my point. And he yeah. only did two specials. If, but that's not to take away the fact that he he had... His specials were good and that he's talented... I'm not saying he's not talented. But maybe as in terms of refining it as a craft. Yeah, you've got to go of, one next level. You can't He he probably didn't get to the the heights of say Richard Pryor and George Carlin. No. No, he didn't. As a stand up comedian. As a stand up comedian. As yeah. a Hollywood actor, yes. Yeah. As a comedic actor for sure. But that's my point. Would I pay money to see Eddie Murphy in twenty twenty two do stand up? No. Yeah. Well, he's, he's spoken about that uh, in interviews where he, he goes, where they've asked him and he's like, I really want to come back, but it means that I've really got to start from scratch. And he goes, I've got to go to the, yeah. cl- I've got to go to the clubs. I've got to work material out. It's going to take me like a, at least a year to get, to get a, a set together and then be able to do it in front of audiences. Like he's spoken about he it. He hasn't done it for 40 years. Exactly. So he goes, when I look at all that work, I go, oh, fuck, man, it's so much. You know, do I want to do it? You know, and it's like some days I'm like, yes, other days I'm like, no. And then apparently I, I was hearing about this, that, that the whole thing was that he was going to, what was it? Dolomite, Dolomite, I think Dolomite came out and then he had uh, Coming to America, the sequel coming out, and then that was going to be his that was going to then propel him to, because I think he may have signed or he was in, in talks of signing a, a Netflix deal, like a special, where he was going to do a special for Netflix. And then that was all going to happen. And then COVID happened and it just threw a spanner in the works. So yeah, but I don't know. You're whether- talking about coming to America, propelling him. Coming to America 2 was a flop. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying what. What he was saying. Yeah, no, but he that's what I'm saying. He was going to use, like, the, the whole... He, okay, look this way. Do you think he was in his right mind making Coming to America 2? No, he didn't want to make it, apparently. So why did he make it? Uh, pressure, public pressure from fans, like cult fans who loved the first Piss one. off. And they were like, make it, make it, make it. And they were like, oh, fuck, okay, do we make it? They, I don't they, know they, anyone they, they want was, to see it. I don't they, know anyone that was asking to see it. No one. No one here, but in America. No, but like, you never, who the... F- if they offer you enough money, if a studio goes, here's a hundred million dollars, <laughs> and that's why I like Cat Williams, yeah, that's why we like people like Prince. He had a vault full of music that he never released, but he just kept releasing music for himself. Well, yeah, you know well, what I mean. That, I mean, that's that's next level. That's a next level artist when you talk about Prince. But do you think this is what shits me? Right, you want to talk about next level artists? Yeah? <laughs> do you know who Tash Sultana is? Yes. Do you like her music? Yeah. I don't. I don't see anything unique about it, except that it's mostly rambling and avant-garde bullshit with loopers and all that sort of shit. She's okay. not doing anything different than anyone else has been doing in the last five years. Right? Okay, so, so, and so why is she popular? Well, because she's a woman. Oh, uh, okay. And she came out at the right time and had enough smoke blown up her ass to give her the confidence to get propelled forward as a unique artist when there are fucking millions of artists doing exactly what she does. Okay. I don't think her music is good. I didn't think... Look this way. 
I didn't, when people tried to show it to me, I'm like, really? And then that was it. Like, nah. And then I'm like, nah, there's nothing, there's nothing that she's made that I actually want to hear again, ever. Ever. I could do without. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? There was an artist, dude, there was an artist. I was walking along Flinders Street's, uh, uh, Flinders, no, not Flinders Street, Swanson Street, right? This is years ago. Literally like two feet from where I ran into you that last time. Mm. Yeah? I was walking along, gone somewhere, I don't know where I was going, and I was waiting for someone or something. So I just stopped wearing my tracks. I was looking at Google or Maps or whatever. Yeah. And there's a singer, like some, some woman, like girl, some girl just singing, right? Early 20s or whatever. Yeah. And she's just singing some songs, and I think she had keys or a guitar. She had something. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I took a she had like an Instagram cardboard like placard with her Instagram address on it. So I took a photo of it mm. and then just kept walking, right? A week later, too later, like I found it. I'm like, oh, that's that from the street. So I've gone on her Instagram and she's got like nothing, like 3,000 followers, you know, like fuck all following, yeah? And she's got a couple of bits of music and all that. So I'm like, okay. So I started going through it. I'm like, oh, it's, it's not bad, yeah? A month, two months later, tops. I don't remember seeing any more music. There was more and more photos of herself, yeah? And then she put out, I remember, I still remember this vividly. I can't remember if I was at home or if I was on a train or something. I'm just flicking through the the, the reel and she's come up. And she's done a, a video to camera talking about how when you're an influencer, you don't have time to answer everyone's DMs and everyone's comments and questions. So don't take it personally. She still appreciates all her fans and la, la, la. And I just went, what? Influencer? I saw you on the street like two months ago. You were a bum, just like singing. I haven't seen any songs. <laughs> you were a bum. No, but like you had 2,000 <laughs> followers. Yeah. And you were just singing and it was cool. Yeah. I haven't seen any singing. Like, I had to scroll through her feed. Like, where, the, where are the songs? So, so she just relegated all of that, all of her talent and everything so she could just. She suddenly became an influence. And she said it and I just went, <sighs> unfollow. Like, yeah. that was literally. I'm like. You're now talking to camera, talking about how you're an influencer. Yeah. You were, you were literally on the street dancing two months ago, and I, you actually got my attention. Like, your music at that point was enough to enough yeah. for me to say, okay, I'll come back to the catalog. Yeah. I haven't seen any music for like a month. This is a so, joke. So what is she doing now? I don't know. I don't even remember her name. But I guarantee you, if you jump online, she'll have 100,000 followers and like, you know, a skincare fucking promo or an so she's, fans she's, page. So she's hot, is that she was all right to look at. Like right. she, I mean, she wasn't. Okay, so she's she wasn't just, classically beautiful. So she's banking on her looks. Yeah, and she's getting the light. And that's what I was going to say before we yeah. took our little mini break. Okay, as long as you're a woman, you will pump up the algorithm a hundred percent because right, right. the algorithm works the same way as men and advertising do. If we're on the street and we see a hot woman in a, in a, in a window, yeah, yeah, we yeah. will stop. That's right. We will fucking stop. And you know what? Other women will stop as well. That's right. To critique, to analyze. Either to criticize mm. or look up to one of the two, mm. they'll be there. So, so beauty, really, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, but you don't even have to be beautiful. Yeah, you can just have cleavage. Cle- it, 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 yeah, yeah, you're right. All you need is cleavage. Yeah, it becomes so base level, doesn't it? It's like here's my ass, here are my tits, like my page. Literally, yeah. That's not even a joke. No, it's not. And that's why I say like. It's tr- where yeah. are we? Where are we? Yeah, 100% agree. You know what I mean? All these pseudo-comedians and pseudo-talented idiots yeah. get pushed up the algorithm or get enough smoke blown up their ass 
where they think they're talented. Right. So they run with it. Okay. It edges out actual real talent down to the bottom of the p- pit. Dude, this podcast may never crack 10,000 listeners. You know what I mean? Mm. I've put years of fucking production work into this shit. Yeah. I've had real people come on and tell real stories, real fucking shit. Yeah. Would never get the, th- the, the time of day. I've seen other, I've seen women blow up based on their association with bigger accounts just because they popped up in the algorithm. They made enough comments to pop up yeah. through the feed. Yeah. They do one TikTok video of them crying to camera mm. about how they got rejected for a job. All of a sudden, they're influencers. Yeah. Follow my skincare routine. Who are you, man? <laughs> I know, man. It doesn't make. I I don't get it anymore, bro. I don't. I don't. It doesn't make sense to my in my head. I don't understand. I'm not being bitter. No, it, I'm it being makes bitter, me angry. Man. It, it makes me angry. It's not jealousy. It's, <laughs> no, it's no. not envy. It's anger. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If if my pool audience is literally five people because they're the only idiots that take my toilet humor, fine. Mm. Because I'm only serving that, uh, I'm only creating that kind of content. Fine. Mm. There are people creating decent content out there that will never get fucking listened to ever. Mm. But these fucking grifters make one skincare routine video to TikTok, mm. have another one about them crying about something sad. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. You know, and then they just get pumped yeah. up the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? They know how to play the algorithm. It's a grift. Yeah. It's a fucking grift. So they know how to play the algorithm. They're not actually in, uh, giving anything of substance. No. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing. They're, they're selling their, their their pussies and their- Then there's, there, there are accounts of people that act like they're influencers, but they're not. They've got a base feed of like 5,000 people, but they act like they already have made it. You know what I mean? It's not even just faking it till you make it anymore. Genuinely believe your own hype. There's no humility anymore, man. No. No humility. Yeah, yeah. No production level, no history, no story. Yeah. No craft. Like, that is out the window. It's just pump pump and play. Like, just jam. So, so, it is. But, like, what is it, though? What what are they actually putting out there? You tell me. I don't know. (laughs) I I, I don't get it. You know what I see? I see that, you know, I, I don't have TikTok, but they've, for some reason, they still come up on, like- Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Or, people just recycling the videos. Or uh, YouTube or whatever. But people doing... You know what it is? I get a lot of this shit. A lot of, like, aesthetically beautiful-looking girls, right, who are miming some random shit from somewhere. I don't even know where yeah, it's from. like a random clip, an audio bite. An audio bite from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're miming it. Yeah. Pretending to act or something like yeah, they're just miming the, the they're, thing. They're miming the the dialogue. They're content creators, and it goes for five seconds. <laughs> and at the end of it, I go, "What the? F- what is that? What, 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 what did, was the point of that? What, what did I just watch?" And, it, and I look at the video, and it's got twenty thousand hits, yeah, or twenty thousand likes or whatever. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what? I, people say to me, "I don't get it." Do you st- people ask me, "Do you still make music?" I'm like, no. I honestly, I say, I don't make music anymore. Why not? Biggest reason is because I don't have time. Yeah. I'm just too stretched. I don't have enough hours in the day. To create something like that, you need time to sit down and nut it out. Yeah. Right? But for a good 20 years, that's all I did. Yeah. I created content, mm. music, short films, short reels, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now this is my content, my podcast. Yeah. You're a content creator. 
No. You've been creating content since the fucking early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah? Shortcuts. Fuck me. Yeah. When was that? 2001. There you go. Right? No. Two, two, we are pre-digital content creators. We are. Pre-algorithm con- content creators. When it was actually required effort and skill and and talent to be able to actually create something. So, how much does it chafe when- Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not envious. I'm angry. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because it chafes when you have- You're indignant. And it- <laughs> it's a good word. <laughs> right? It chases it hard when you see someone who's miming a soundbite from a movie from the 90s yeah. as if it's fucking something new. They're a grown fucking adult yeah. playing charades. Yeah. Yeah, for four seconds. And not, not even that well either. No. Nah. Actually doing it terribly. Doing it terribly. Yeah. And they've got 40,000 views in like 24 hours. It's like, well, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. When, when, yeah. when is my art going to be appreciated? What do I need to do to push into that algorithm? So and, much. And this, and this is, this is, this, and I'm glad that we've gotten to this point. <laughs> <laughs> because this really does grind my gears too, man. The and, it, <laughs> and it makes me go, yeah, it makes me go, okay, do I want to play into this game? Or, because my initial reaction is, no, no, I don't. I don't want to play. I don't want to play this this ball game. I, I, I actually I don't want to. I don't want to be in it. I want to do. I'd rather just do my own shit. And it's. <sighs> you want to hear something infuriating? I created a TikTok account for the first time because I thought, you know what? A lot of the podcast shit is soundbite worthy, where you could just pump it in, and you know, just another another platform for me to sort of utilize. Right? Yeah. That TikTok account lasted maybe a month. Do you know why? I'd go into the app to try and upload something. It wouldn't work, like for whatever reason. And I was like, no, whatever. I get frustrated. I'd click back to exit the thing. And before it showed me, it showed me a video. I'd click back to exit. And before it would let me exit, it would show me another video. And then it would let me exit. So when you hit back to get the fuck out of the app, it loads another one to hit the serotonin and get you like reinterested. Like, okay, you didn't like that. You want to try this one? (laughs) And then I started getting highly addictive. Bro. I started getting notifications come up every two seconds. Oh fuck! New video, new video. I go, dude, I'm not even following anyone. Oh, fuck. Why am I getting notifications for videos? It's designed to create addiction. Exactly. Yeah, the whole app. I, yeah. I deleted it. Yeah, good. I, I deleted it. Good. I'm not feeding into that shit. Yeah, I man. can't. No, you can't. But this is the other thing at the trigger point, man. Anyone. So many, of, even my friends are guilty of like doing those fucking miming videos, right? Right. Resharing TikToks, resharing all this bullshit, right? It's like that's not even remotely entertaining. <laughs> I'll get pat on the back for like my content, like this podcast. Oh, great episode, blah, blah, blah. That was really funny. Cool. You ever shared it? You ever liked it on social media it's for me to sort of come up in the algorithm? Yeah. You ever followed anything I ever do? Yeah. No? Yeah. Oh, but you've listened to everything I've done. Yeah. But they're embarrassed to share something. That someone they know is creating. Why? I don't know. Dude, I've followed your career from the fucking first days, man. Mm. When have I not given you a, a shout out or a plug? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Straight away. If I see you on a fucking ad, I'm like, hey, I know that fuckwit. <laughs> and I'll put, it, I'll put up your ads on my socials. Yeah. But there are people out there that will refuse to fucking show you the same thing. And we're talking about not even like media savvy people. Like, sure, you can retweet a cat video, but you can't retweet my shit. Yeah. What the fuck's that about? You tell me. 
surely you've had your fucking former haters or just an ambient, ambient ghosters. Surely. I don't do a lot of uh, promoting on social media. I know you don't, but I'm saying about like even people you know that seemingly support your career. Yeah. From afar. From afar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Fuck, I don't know, man. I don't know. And maybe that's to my detriment, the fact that I don't know, or the fact that I haven't paid attention to it. Um, But the way we're talking about it, it's like pre-algorithm and post-algorithm content creators. uh, uh, Yeah, 100%. And I think it's become... It's, 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 uh, is it, it's just made everything dumber. It's dumbified just everything, like what you watch, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll admit, man, I do like a good cat video. <laughs> I did share one the other day that was hilarious. Okay. Of a cat getting a fucking haircut. I figured it out though. <laughs> Check this. Oh, I just wanted to play this. Yeah, yeah go for so, it. What the hell? We're looking at it's, flat top. it's like a Burmese getting a flat top. It's fucking great. And he's just sitting there like Yeah, yeah stoic. It's yeah, man kind. Righteous. I've, but anyway. I've, I've just figured it out. Yeah. All these people that you see on Insta, right? TikTok, whatever, they're content creators, yeah? Right. Do you know why? Because they haven't got the fucking talent yes. to be artists, musicians, yes. band members, singers, yes. painters, poets. Yeah. Haven't got the fucking talent to do that. Yeah. Haven't got the talent to be models. Not only do they not have the talent, they don't have. They don't. This is a. It's a symptom of the culture, but they don't have. <laughs> they don't, a symptom <laughs> of the culture. They don't have the. Fuck me. <laughs> they don't have the time. They. They, they so don't Dr. have. Dr. Rifleman, give us your diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the 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 call it laziness, call it whatever you want, but they don't have the discipline. Or the wherewithal to realize that it actually takes time and effort to, to develop a craft or a skill to become good at something to actually have value in a thing that you produce to put it out there. They're just going, I'm going to create content. It doesn't matter what it is. Oh, no. That's the whole point. It doesn't matter how good it is, what the quality is like. Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to create enough content that I can just churn it out. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Fuck it. Exactly. So, what the fuck? Are, what, what are we fucking subject to? Uh, we, uh, I'm going to sit there, me as the fucking consumer of your shit, I'm going to sit there watching your shit that you've put no thought or effort into, no craft, no talent, and I'm just meant to absorb it and go, oh, that's really great. Here's a like. No. But they will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they will and they do. And that's what happens. <laughs> and that's why we've seen the plummeting, the absolute <laughs> plummeting. Of our current culture <laughs> scene, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 annoying. It's annoying because those things that do have should be worthy of of uh, of of getting pushed up the algorithm. Don't. You're right, hundred percent. You know, and uh, and all the dumb shit does, um, which is it's fucking dumb. Yeah, it's re- it's yeah. Is there any escape from it? <sighs> when's it, it going to crash? That's a good question. It's getting, a, just getting bigger and bigger. It is, yeah. It's I don't know, man. It's it's I where, where, I don't know where does it go? What do you what, what do you think? Where does all this fucking go, man? Like how does it all end? Okay, you're you're <laughs> how, how does it end when Thanos just you know, <laughs> dude? Where does it go? We touched on this one of the last episodes, yeah. Um, 
with the boys. Mm. I hammered into the fact that Neighbours is back. Oh, and I know, I know yeah, right. I know you're happy about that. Nah, mate, it's not, uh, yeah. Okay, I. everyone always says to me, why the fuck are you so obsessed with it? I go, because it is a sign of where we are in Australia. And I was so, and I said this again the other day, I'm repeating it, I was so tempted in messaging fucking, uh, what's his name, Alan Fletcher's fucking oh, yeah. wife. His Cause, wife? Yeah, because he hasn't got a social media account, but she does. Oh, okay. So I was tempted to message her and just say, was it that hard for your fucking husband to get a job? Seriously. Oh, shit. Like they're hanging out for that revamp of Neighbours. Same with your other mate, Ryan Maloney. Yeah? It's like, like you saw his interview. He's like, oh, I don't know how involved it is yet, but obviously really happy about this. I'm like, of course you are, you cunt. It means you have to put down the safety vest and step away from that fucking apprenticeship you were doing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go back to playing the same douchebag I was playing for the last 30 years and get a paycheck. And yeah. it shits me mm, because, again, it's the fucking bottom of the barrel, yeah. low fucking hanging brute hanging shit. Fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are we revamping the- It's lost yeah. money. Yeah, I know. For yeah. a decade. Yeah. So who's- How's it getting made? Who's paying for it? Amazon. I guess you went on that callback, man. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they tell me about it. My agent didn't tell me about that. <laughs> I'd call him up and tell him he's fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why don't you audition for the the role of Tony Rebecca? <laughs> dude, dude, literally. <laughs> See what I mean, man? The fact that some piece of shit show that didn't make it for the last five years is getting another lifeline. When is it going to end? Especially in this country. We're terrible with this shit. Yeah, well, lowest common denominator, man, you know? That's the point. It's always going to be, it's, it's, that shit's always going to happen. You know? <sighs> it's always going to happen. It's always going to happen. It can't. It never did. It never did. What do you mean it never did? As in, they didn't reboot shit every two minutes. The rebooting, no. Yeah? That's a new thing. Australia, when is Australia going to wake up? And stop doing this shit. I mean, we don't even have our own fucking film. Like, we got a, our own... What film industry, man? We don't really have... But that's my point. Why don't we? We churn out all these A-list actors. That's a very fucking good question. <laughs> Why the fuck don't we, man? Why not? You're- Why isn't there money being pumped into our fucking... In, into, the, you know, domestically? I mean, look, now with, you know, opening up with streaming and stuff, there's been a lot of great opportunities with a lot of internationals. International programs coming here, filming using Aussie talent, and we need more of that, hundred percent. And we need more quotas for. Uh, and and this shit is happening with the streaming platforms, where they're getting more Australian content is being made, professional content. So that shit's happening, and that's happening, you know, um, in in large part because of, uh, you know, because of these these big streaming platforms. But in terms of um, uh, in terms of the actual uh, level, the amount of content being produced, it's still not enough when you compare it to America and you compare it to, you know, you compare it to the you know other parts of the world. It's still it's still pretty small, and you could say that okay, well that's probably because of the size of the of our population. We're a small country. When you talk about population, we're actually not that big. No, we're tiny, man. This, this- yeah. Less be- there's less people here than there are in some fucking islands in, in Europe. You know what I mean? Like 100%. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. However, when you look at 
when you when you actually do the the ratios and the proportions, when you look at the the amount of the when you look at the the the, the amount of people the, the amount of the population, and then the talent that we produce is fucking in, insane. The amount the amount of talent that we've produced that's world class. Uh, who are overseas doing you know big things is is crazy, you know our ratio is crazy man. We got insane talent here, but we're forced. We're basically forced to go overseas because we don't have, uh, yeah, we don't have enough money. So there you go. What's going to change that? <sighs> More investment, you know. Whether it's whether it's public or private, we need more investment in, yeah. In our in our own domestic market, you know, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it re- it's like uh, we're going to be fighting this fucking algorithm for the rest of our lives. The algorithm, man. No, I'm serious. Like, yeah. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, it, it feels like everything we do now is going to be around that algorithm, and we've constantly got to fucking. It's like fighting the machine. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like Terminator Two, Judgment Day. We're back here. And our our judgment day is like literally fighting this fucking machine that'll constantly keep our names at the bottom of the list. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, that's look. If you, that's why for me personally, I don't play the algorithm game. You know, I'm not big on social media. Um, I have it just to stay in the loop with shit. Um, I know that if I, I couldn't do it. It would drive me fucking nuts. It would give me anxiety up the fucking wall. I tried for two seconds with that TikTok shit and I stopped it. I couldn't yeah. do it. Can't do it. There's some people that can do it. Great. And there's some people that have been able to do it. And to their credit, they've been able to fucking um, harness it. And it's really worked for them. Yeah. Sushi mango, case in point, right? Now, okay, not everyone's cup of tea. But regardless, They've managed to, 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 you know, grab the reins on it, and it's really fucking, you know, launched them, man, and and fucking, you know, good luck to them, man. Honestly, like more power to them for being able to do that, um, because uh, I think you know they've been able to do it, and they've been able to do it well. That's you know, yeah. Did you watch Walk Boy Three? Uh, I did, and I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to comment. Uh, I, I'm going to avoid commenting on that. Come on, they man. were actually the best part of that of that of that uh, movie. I, really, I thought they were funny, but um, but yeah, I, yeah. It's interesting how we brought it up when uh, when we were with Sumo. We just mentioned that <laughs> Janopoulos is one trick pony. But, yeah. Look, there is, yeah. Uh, anyway. So I know what I'm getting you for Christmas then. <laughs> that fucking Wagopoli shit. <laughs> and one of those model fucking vintage, uh, what's it called? Valiance. Did you see that? No. Oh, Don Pusti. He's fucking brought out like his, like his little figurine, like a vintage. Oh, right, of himself. Like a Valiant, yeah, yeah with him and his mate. It's like, really, man? I think there's a lot of kids out there screaming to get a hold of one of these, man. It's like he's he's marketed it to the like absolute next like like snake oil salesman level sort of shit. But the thing is, he's you know, Wog Boy Three was the was the the biggest grossing uh, Aussie yeah. Aussie film of the year. Yeah, 
Yeah, of course it was. The fact that that he's been able to do that on his own back is pretty remarkable. That's what a grifter is. <laughs> do you want a shyster is? <laughs> do you remember that? In- Dude, there you go. Call back to earlier in the episode, Conan O'Brien writing Mar- uh, Lisa versus the Marge versus the monorail or whatever, the Simpson episode with the monorail. Yeah, that's yeah, a Conan yeah. O'Brien written one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Lyle Landley comes in to sell him the, I've sold monorails, oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. love Everbrook, right? Yeah. And then Li- Lisa asked the question. <laughs> what, what did she you, say again? Are you a shyster? Where's a good little girl like you learn a bad word like that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love Janopoulos. I grew up worshipping the guy. Yeah? Kids of the 80s, Greek Australian in Melbourne. Yeah. I grew up worshipping the fucking man, imitating every single thing he does, like Mm. 100%. Yeah, yeah. But I look at what he's doing now, and it's like, buddy, you're a talented man. Yeah. Do something about it. It, Well, the thing is, it's true. He he is. And and he has an incredible- Drive and 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 business uh, oh, sa- savviness. Oh, hundred percent. He's is actually like he's pretty rare in that regard. He, he stands alone in that regard. And there's a great in, there's a great podcast that he's done recently where he's talking about the film and making of the film. Mick Bur- Nick Burris's podcast, really good. And you get an insight into into his mind and and how he was able to make this film on his own back. He couldn't get any money from the government, and it's actually really good. And you go, man, this guy's fucking smart. And this guy, I've got. I, I respect him as a as as someone to be able to go out there and make something. And oh, I respect 100%. someone that gets something rolling off the ball. Who, get, who gets it done? You but know if what you mean? do and it, grifting big, off TikTok videos, you're hoping to go viral. Of you miming to fucking you know pet shop boy lyrics, you're a fuckwit. The the, the thing is with Janopoulos, and this is just a more of a, I guess, a critique on, you know, the artistic merits. Of, Integrity of, of what he's doing. When it came, when he did what he did in the eighties, that was groundbreaking shit. You oh, hundred percent. You know, and it changed the game. Cropples now changed the fucking game. But the thing is, he's been doing the 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 wog thing f- for forty years. You know, to eternity. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people would agree that that card's been played. You know, it's been played out. Less. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that he comes out with you know Wog Boy Three, of course, there's going to be people that go there and they're going to say, "Oh, it's great." But I think if you if we want to be honest, man, it's 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 all been done before. He's he's been down that road before, and he's he's kind of he's re he's rehashing it for a new generation. I get that, but it feel it just feels old and tired. I saw the film and I was just like, yeah. It just it just feels like it's been played out. The wog tropes don't hit the way they did in the eighties no. or even the nineties. Yeah, wog mm. boy. The first one came out in what ninety nine. Yeah, the first one was good. The first one was good. Yeah, like I'll be like I watched it. I watched yeah. it at the cinemas. I watched it on tape. Like you know, it was good. Yeah, I never watched the second one. I didn't fucking bother. Yeah, all you need to do is put the name Mykonos in it. It's like, nah, fuck off, man. I'm not <laughs> wasting my time. Yeah, <laughs> but the wog trope, the 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 negativity that made Acropolis now, the the negativity we faced in society as wogs in Melbourne, didn't doesn't exist now. Like to that degree, no, it doesn't. It doesn't, or at least not the ignorance behind it. Yeah, the racism might still exist, 
but the ignorance surrounding the racism doesn't exist, or the identity of the Greek Australian. Elaborate. Most people know what we're about. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not that fucking animal at the zoo that's peculiar anymore. Yes. We're a lot more mainstream. A lot more gentrified. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. And that's the thing. Genopolis spoke to us because we were that kid. Yeah. That got bullied at school. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Or was different because of the Lombardus at Easter or whatever the fuck exactly. it was. Not that, like that anymore. No, it's not. And that's not considered... That's considered mainstream now. That's yeah. considered like, oh, yeah, you're Greek. Okay, like, so what? Big fuck. It's kind of like Italian-Americans. Like when they first begin, you know, in the 50s or whatever, they were like, you know, the Dagos and all this kind of stuff. But now, if your name's fucking Tony... San Santino from New York. <laughs> so who gives a shit? You're like a you're like a New York Jew. You know what I mean? You're like it's nothing. There's nothing. You know, like it's not substance enough. You're not a minority. Whereas now, like, who's the minority now? You know, it's different. You know, we're not a minority anymore. It's not even that we're not a minority, but the minority identity isn't there. As in, we're still a minority. We're still a minority in Melbourne, but the stigma of that minority and the identity yeah. isn't there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because we've become gentrified, like you said. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, do we still share, especially like people like you and me who still embrace our, our roots. Roots, yeah. You know, like my Greek is as fluent as yours. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're- Yeah. We still have that about us. Yeah. That anotropia and my guy and like- Yeah. Who is more, but it's, it's not the way it was and- it's, no, it's not. You can't and just rehash it to get a new wave of fans in. Yeah, and even the word wog for me is outdated. I don't like it. It's an outdated word. It doesn't have the same back then. It was a like I remember, you know, Janopoulos talking about in that podcast he was talking saying that when he first came out what inspired him was listening to NWA and how they reclaimed yeah, the, N- the N word and blah blah blah. And then they turned it into this thing. And that's what that's what he related to Wog, you know. That's he he reclaimed the word. Back then, that made sense because there was that discrimination. He talks about going, getting out of drama school and he couldn't get a job because they were like, "Well, you're not," you know. There weren't any Wogs in 1950 here or whatever. Yeah, pre 1950. So, but now it's like I don't know. The it just it doesn't seem. It just seems like it's 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 like a thing that doesn't it doesn't it doesn't represent. I don't know. It just doesn't. It's like it's lost its edge. The word "wogs" lost its edge. I still don't like the. I think that not only has it lost its edge and it's outdated. I think it's archaic to the point where it shouldn't be said. I don't like it when non-wogs use it just in everyday passing. I still think it carries the weight of what the N word does. It should. I don't like that he's commercialized it. I don't like that he's given it other people access to that word. Okay. Free reign. Okay. Because yeah. it's still that stereotype. It's still it's still like fuck you, man. Like it it's still, still means a, what it means. It's still a derogatory t- yeah. word. Yes. Yeah, it still means what it means. It's a fucking slur. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm never gonna call anyone else f- like I I don't use the N word, man, like in my day to day. Why the fuck should I use the word wog? But do you use the word wog in reference to yourself or your other wog friends? I do, and I, I hate it when I do it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay, right. I hate it when I do it. Okay. You know what I mean? I met, I didn't meet someone recently. I've known him for a couple of years now. 
but when I first met them, they're, they're a white Australian, right? And they can speak fluent Greek. And I was like stunned. I'm like, what? How? And like, they were involved with someone that was Greek years ago, whatever, la la la, right? But it was the best party trick ever. Like, a white woman that speaks fucking fluent Greek. Yeah. And it blew me away. Like, this is here, right? And we were out at an event a couple of weeks ago and we're all in a group and like, we're all talking shit. And then I've turned to her and I've said something in Greek. I can't remember what it was. And she just started laughing her fucking head off because there's certain things you can't convey without with the same emotion or, or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. About. Yeah. And we're piecing ourselves laughing because like she got it, right? Because she, she speaks Greek. I didn't feel like a wog at that point. Right. I felt like a wog in that group because I, I was, right? When I spoke to her in Greek, she's a white woman. She got what I was saying and we laughed because she understood the Greek mindset behind what was said. Yes. And it was, we just, we had our moment. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like a wog anymore. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's like, I didn't feel like a wog in that fucking moment because someone else connected with me. It didn't matter what they looked like. They understood the language I was speaking. What did, do you remember what you said? I can't remember. It was yeah. something just totally like, like Asta or Masako uh, Kapsi or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She understood the- But she got the context of like where a Greek would be coming from when they say it. Yeah, right. Yeah? yeah I didn't yeah. feel like a wog at that point at all. Whereas if you said it to someone that didn't understand that. Yeah. Or like- Nah. It's it's sort of strange, man. It's hard. It's 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 yeah, a it shit. Hard, yeah. It's a fine line. It's a fine fucking line. I don't like the word wog now, man. Like I mean, we're in like we're approaching forty, and it's a slur. Like you said, it's a fucking slur, and I hate the fact that Chinopolis has commercialized it and has fooled people into thinking they have access to that word. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. At the same time, he made it marketable. Yeah. And it's his own fault. But but what about all the other stuff surrounding? So there's there's not just him who's a you know wog comedian quote unquote. There's all the other around that the ethnic comedy. So you got you know like fat pizza. You got yeah. fuck, like all of it. You know what I mean? Like what do you do with all that? The thing is, I don't like it when it's punching down okay. on the stereotypes. Okay. I, I don't like the fact that when people market it and commercialize it and put it into mainstream that it gives people, it fools them into thinking that they have the right to accessing those words and those put-downs. So it's, 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 it's specifically about the word wog for you. And what it, yeah, like think about it like this, yeah? If we were in an office, mm. right? If me and you worked a corporate job in an office, right? Yeah. And you took, you took Chris Rock's set, um, black people versus, Oh, oh, yeah. Do you one. remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah fucking great. hilarious. Yeah, it's great, yeah. I would never fucking quote that in a, in a workplace. No, of course not. Right? Yeah, yeah. Never. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable just saying the word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are people that would quote a whole fucking Genopolis skit about wogs punching down. Right. Yeah, and okay, right. use every word, every fucking trope, everything. All the yeah, same insults. Yeah, because they feel, oh, this gives, it's almost like, oh, this gives me license to be able exactly. to say, to be able to say this. And that's my point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. had a guy who I used to work with, another ethnic kid, and we worked in an Anglo office, predominant Anglo office, and they were sitting there talking shit, like using the, the references. And he's like, whoa, you know, like, relax. And like, oh, you know, relax, man. It's like, you know, 
it's not like that. It's like, no, well, it actually is. Like, and he came down and talked to me about it. Like, he got angry. He's like, I feel like I'm going to fucking lose it up here. It's like, I've got these motherfuckers making, like, wog jokes, you know? It's like, they forget. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. It's an in- I-, I see where you're coming from, for sure. It's a- it's definitely an interesting topic, because then you think to yourself, okay, well, where where is the line? And and then what happens with all of all humour that's ethnic-based? I'm not like, saying... Let's look at Ru- well, someone like Russell P- Peters. Yeah. Where do you put him? You know what I mean? Like he's doing, he's do, he's doing full blown like Asian accents and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, dude. Like- I, do you know what happened? <laughs> I remember I was on a film set years ago, years years ago, and like fuck, two thousand nine something, and we we're all f- sitting around, like you know, just during lunch or whatever, and someone asked me to do my Vietnamese accent. Yeah, yeah. like the character. They mentioned that they heard something that I've been saying, so like they brought it up. So I broke into like my Tran Long fucking impression. And there was a girl there. She says, Oh, I love it when people don't realize I'm part Asian. I just looked at her. I'm like, And? Like, what do you want an apology? It's an impression. It's a joke. Like, it's, I'm not punching down on anyone. It's an impression. Okay. And I'm not using racial slurs either. Yeah, right. I'm just creating, I'm literally doing an impression of a guy I used to work with. Yeah, okay. And I'm not punching down on anyone. I'm not making any racial slurs. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. That's the difference. There's a line. Like, you know who did... Look at Richard Pryor, yeah? Mm. Uh, live on the Sunset Strip. Was it Sunset Strip or the live in... Um, I think it was his last one that he did after his... Com- it was his comeback, his last show. He's wearing like a red suit. Okay. He does a whole Italian... He talks about working for the mafia when he was a young busboy or whatever, young MC comedian. Does his whole impression about Italian-Americans and how that like he was working for the mob and it was a club and... They threatened not to pay him, so he's gone in there with a fake cat pistol to, like, yeah, extort him. And the mob boss is like, ah, 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 look at this fucking kid. Like, they're just making fun of him there because he looks so not intimidating. <laughs> and he just goes into this whole bit. It's Richard Pryor doing Italian-Americans in the mafia. Okay. The funniest shit you've ever seen in your life. Okay, so is he punching down there? No. He's doing a caricature of, like, people that clearly exist. Okay, it's- all right, so what's... Without racial slurs. Without racial slurs. Okay, well, the, well yeah, well, what is... I guess what the, defi- the what is the definition of punching down? That's the, that's the question. But anyway, maybe that's a, a topic. <laughs> maybe that's a longer conversation. <laughs> oh, dear. We're at three and a half hours, man. Fuck off. <laughs> what? I swear to no, God. No, no, two and a half hours. No. No, no, we started at what time? This is three. What the fuck? This is three, man. It's fucking 10.30. Yeah, we started at like eight. No, it's 10.30. We started at 7.30. Like no, what? I got here at like 7.35. <laughs> yeah, we started within like five, ten minutes. Fuck, all right, there you go. <laughs> 8.30, 9.30, that's two and a half. Yeah, okay, so two and a half would change. Like it's clicked forward a bit because I moved the gap when we took uh, our break. All right, well, this has been good. <laughs> This has been great. It's fucking depressing. That's what it is. Thank, thanks for having me. Yeah, we fucking... Now I'm going to think about the algorithm and how I'm meant to get up when I don't have a set of tits. <laughs> you know, what, you know what the answer to that is? <laughs> get a, get, you know, pay a little bit of money, go to Thailand, get a mad set of implants. <laughs> Remove the hair or leave the hair on my chest? Maybe maybe leave it. <laughs> You've got the whole... You know, maybe... 
uh, I don't want to offend our, you know, I don't want to say anything that could get me in trouble. I probably already have, but whatever. That's fucked up. That's fucked. There are people doing that. There are people, like, genuinely modifying their shit, like, to get up that algorithm. Fuck, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like the world's just gone way ahead. Like, I've just gone, all right, we're all going this way. Oh, what happened? I'm over here now. Oh, okay. I've we'll still got my yo-yo. I'm yeah. with my yo-yo. I've got my yo-yo. <laughs> and my Game Boy. Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I've got my, I, have, I told you before, I'm going to get a new TV to put up there. Right? That's a bigger sort of thing. Yeah. I'm doing it to plug in my Mega Drive, my Super Nintendo, and my PS3. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what I'm doing. Fucking do it. Fuck it. So I can sit alone in this tiny room on that fucking couch and play video games from 30 years ago. Fucking oath, man. That's the way to go. <laughs> That's the way to go. Fuck algorithms. It's literally pre-algorithm, post-algorithm. 100%. Pre-algorithm artist, post-algorithm cr- content creator. Yeah. And they're creating content because they're fucking not talented. You can't... Uh, you- you can't get into an exhibit with R- content. Fucking R.I.P., man. R.I.P. You cannot get into an exhibit with content. But you can be a fucking sideshow. You can't get into an exhibit with content. No, you need fucking art. Yes, you do. But you well, can maybe, be the sideshow. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can flip this around. Maybe this is the resurgence of the, tr- <laughs> of the true... <laughs> The true artist. <laughs> oh, shit. The, true- <laughs> oh, the true artist. The true artist. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Or Calitechnis. Or Calitechnis. <laughs> I love that word, man. Calitechnis. How dude, good is it, man? Dude, I, just, I remember I was in Greece and they said to me, so what are you doing like with your films and shit? And I said, oh, you know, I'm doing the audio, I'm doing the music composing. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah, there's like a respect. Yeah, oh, dude. You're, you're a Calitechnia, right? Yeah. Cal- good, good craft. Yeah, good technique good, good and technique. craft. Good technique, good craft. That's Skill. what it means. Skill. Skill. Yeah. The Greeks, mate. It's in their words. It's literally, dude, the word means, well, like, yeah. like Yeah, the, good craftsman. Yeah. Man, my dad used to tell me, he goes, Is this Evdomitechni is like the high the high art. So you got all the Kalitechnias, you got all the all the arts. All the arts. And apparently my dad used to say this. Probably didn't make me feel good too. But um he would say that Evdomitechni I think it's like Evdomi is like is it is it f- oh, like advanced learning, like higher? Oh, degree. it's like it's like the next. It's it, next it, tier, man. We can look it up, but it's ever like- me. Hang on, hang on. I've, I've got. I do with Greeks all the time, so I've got fucking the translate just ready to go. Hang on. I love how the last word I translated. Oh, I was think it Turkish. means. I think it means last the last craft or something like that. All right, hang on, hang on. Ever me, yeah. Ever me, techni. Ever me. me means. Oh, it means seventh. Oh, the seventh. So it's yeah, like the that, seventh. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. So there's. So it, that's right. So you've the got the seventh art. That's what it's called. The seventh art. <laughs> the last. It's the last one. The seventh art. <laughs> so you've got you know sculpture. <laughs> you got you got you got music. You got da 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 da, and that's the seventh one. The Evdomi Technique. What the finger yeah. is. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. The, I don't know. 
I need to go back to Greece, man. I want to go next year. Yeah. And I looked at flights two weeks ago. They were about 2,500. 2, and I looked at them today, and it's like 2,700, I'm like, are you fucking serious? What, for summer? Yeah, June, July. Fuck. That's if you go with like Singapore or something. If you go with like Turkish Airlines or Scoot or some shit, you're looking at like two to two, three. But that's like no meal. You're hanging on the plane <laughs> wing, you know what I mean? <laughs> anything, anything to get there, whatever it takes. Do you feel like, <laughs> I know we live like here, yeah, but I still, I don't, you still feel the Greek fucking in you. Do you know what I mean? man, fucking oath. I fucking miss it, man. I, I, I feel a lack sometimes when I haven't, when I don't have that connection and I don't, when I, I, I have fuck, sometimes I, fuck, man, I need to listen, I need to listen to some Greek music. I need to speak Greek. I need to eat some Greek food. I need to fucking just have some cultura, man. I fucking, it's like food for me, bro. It's, I deal with Greeks every day. Mm. So I actually catch myself smiling when I'm arguing in fucking Greek. Yeah. And now, cause I know my vocab's actually gotten a lot better. Yeah. yeah cause I, I, yeah, you're practicing every I'm day. I'm talking to Greeks in Greece nearly every day. That's you know? amazing, man. So, and my mom actually said it to me a, a couple of weeks ago. She's like, you know, your Greek has improved. Like, it's just because you're using words you never knew. You Have know? you noticed as well that your, like, notropia, your, 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 your way of thinking's also <laughs> changed? Probably because I'm seeing the bullshit that they're doing. So I'm trying to counter it. You know what I mean? I'm critical of Greeks. Like, I'm the biggest critic of Greeks. They're <laughs> fucking idiots. Like, straight up. Yeah. It's the Roy's more, man. Yeah. They'll never let it go. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what's going to be their downfall forever. It always has been. Yeah, it, it is a hundred percent. The boys more and the fucking attitude and all that shit. It's just like relax, man. Like, yeah, relax. You just want to tell cunts to relax. Exactly. That's why I think that like, we're like Greeks two point Yeah, because we've grown up in a Western society here in Australia where we've had to yes integrate. We've had to like you know counter yes. everything. Hundred percent. But we've still got that fucking. It- um, that pathos and that fucking goes more. It goes more, man. There's an old Jewish saying, I think it says, <laughs> it says, be wary of a Greek who opens a shop next to yours, <laughs> but don't worry about it if another Greek opens up next to his. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. That's it, man. And the funniest part is it'd be stuffy and ducky and they're probably related as well. Yeah. And rather than fucking work together. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> They'll work to destroy each other. <laughs> they literally will. <laughs> why is that? It's fucked. We're fucked. No, no, no. Like, I don't understand why. Like, they literally sabotage their own fucking families over shit. Like, yeah, it's fucked. Like that. It's fucked. One idiot, like, one, one guy could <laughs> open a coffee shop with a bit of a grocery store, and the other guy could open up yeah. a grocery store with a bit of a coffee sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And rather than say, hey, dickhead, let's just join the properties yeah. and open a superstore. 100%. Nah, fuck him. Like, yeah, yeah. Sabotage yeah, the shit out of each other. Yeah, they're fucked. They're fucked. They're fucked. It's a lot. <laughs> That's our, it's like our Achilles heel. That's our fucking kryptonite. Just being Greek. Just that we're, we've got all these fucking, there's all these great things that we have. Gifts to the world. <laughs> Gifts to the world. But then we'll fucking end up eating each other alive. It's fucked. <laughs> yeah. You know that other Greek saying that goes, uh, what is it? Um, those are my dad used to say this. He goes, those are to force to cosmo. We gave the light, we gave light to the world. I can't say it in Greek. Yeah. 
but we turned our own off. We turned our own light off. <laughs> we gave the lights to the world, but we turned our own off. <laughs> My mum always used to say, um, I can't remember where she got it from, but she said, Όταν ο κόσμος είχε, όταν ο κόσμος έμαθε να ψήνει κρέας, εμείς είχαμε χολυστερίνη. What's cholesterol? Cholesterol. Oh, cholesterol. So when the world was discovering how to cook meat, we had cholesterol. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? That's a good one. I remember once, we were listening to Kara. You mean you were listening to Kara. It was definitely Kara. And you were ta- telling me a story about, I think your old man said it, about how you asked him why these Greeks in these clubs were just so morose and like just... Couldn't be fucked. And he's like, it's because psithikane, ke just taipiane, tatsuksane, psithikane, ke tora, like, I can't remember the word oh, you use. Echon, echon, echon psithi, or. <laughs> Some shit like you know, that. No, he, he used to say, my dad used to say, um, yelnes, uh, ah. Uh, he used to, yeah, like echon psithi in epsismeni. Yeah. Like, they've been cooked, man. You know, like, <laughs> they're like a cooked piece of bread. It's like Aussies are like a, a fresh loaf, but the Greeks have been put in the oven. <laughs> yeah, they've just uh, been baked into and they're, oblivion. They're baked, man. <laughs> like, they've had years and years yeah. of just like overindulgence. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you something. You'll like it. It's, it's exactly, it's going on what we're talking about right now. <laughs> it's, it's sick. <laughs> I'll just pass it to you on, um, how do I fucking do this? Just, I don't know, what's up? What the fuck's that? It's a manga. Oh. <laughs> the manga. The manga? I, I'll, I'll do it on uh, Thingo. What is it, Harry Clean? No, no, no. Tell tell me you're a mangas without telling me. It's a little... Oh, um, it's the real. Yeah. Of a guy, like this, this manga. It's obviously a sketch, a Greek sketch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you. It's funny. I watch Harry Clean clips all the time, man, just to see it. It says, tell me you're a manga without telling Oh, me. is that the guy with the the shoe? Yeah. What a levendi, man. <laughs> oh, watch, watch. <laughs> that jacket, man. How good's that? <laughs> the fucking dice clay jacket. You know those guys are still walking around, yeah? Good on them. <laughs> no, I'm Fuck serious. Yeah. I'm dead set serious. Legends. Those guys are <laughs> just. Where do they exist? They still exist somewhere in the wilderness. <laughs> they There's like five of them left. Untouched by like <laughs> feminism, yeah. woke culture, cancel oh culture. Oh my God. Just pure at heart. And that heart is like just en- engrossed in like, you know, tobacco and like <laughs> fat from like suvo after suvo. <sighs> Sugar syrup from the Kadaifi and the baklava that they've just destroyed. There's got to be a few, a few of them sitting around in Oakley somewhere. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was thinking about Greece and like what I'm, I'm looking forward to the most about when if when I go back, and it's I think it's just being in like say Athens and feeling like that. that I love it. Fucking yeah, Athens is sick. That bro. pressure cooker shit where you just there's just chaos around. Man, you. I was there. When was I there? In 2019. Right before pandemic, I fucking loved it, man. Athens is sick. It's it's it still has that pressure cooker feel to it, but it's it's got this like real edgy kind of like cool cool edgy like the bars. We went to like areas like City and like Kolokotroni and like Monastiraki and shit. Mad fucking night all night bars and like 
the Athenians, everyone's out. It's just sick, bro. Mad culture, mad music. Everyone's like, how many bars we went to where they, the music was just, just on point, like funk and just, just, they know how to fuck it. They just, they know what they do. They do it the best. Like, <laughs> what do you call it? Glendy. Uh, Glendy. They know how to do Glendy. How would you describe Glendy to like a Westerner? Glendy is like- Glendy's not party. It's- It's not party. It's, it's not party in the sense that we think party. No, it's in, not- In the Western- Yes, not, 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 not exactly. No, Glendy is like having fun. Yeah, like when you hear someone aftoshine Glendzis, Glendzis, you know, he's a he's a dude that just likes to get up and have fun. There was a big comsos economicos mangas, mangas. He just likes to get up. He likes to have fun. He likes to enjoy life. There's a kefi. I think kefi kefi is a word that you can't translate. Yeah, kefi is not um orixi. It's not. Yeah. Kefi's like one of those pure Greek words. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck does it ever mean? Vrika kefi. It's like. It's like, almost like a second wind, but not even. It's not like, even. It's like I found an enthusiasm. Yeah. There's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a mix between enthusiasm and interest. And. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what kills me is um, I've got to make it married uh, this weekend and mm. I'm on his bridal. And I was at his house the other day and we'll just. Um, we're going through bridal songs for like our entrances and shit. And then, like, we're trying to figure out songs for, like, the garter throwing and all that. We ended up doing, like, two hours of Tupac karaoke. Like, it was fucking (laughs) hilarious, yeah? But then we started getting into Greek music. And him and his best man. It was me, his best man, and and him, whatever. And we started going through, like, songs. Because, like, it's it's not a full Greek wedding. So, it's like, well, we can't do five hours of, like... uh, No, no. So, it's like, well, let's keep it to, like, a tight 30 or something. And then do, like, 30, 40 of whatever. So we're going through like the best of. And like, oh, the, cl- the classic okay, ones. You got to do Rosa. Like that's standard. Rosa, Rosa Mitropanos. And then he yeah. put, um, oh, which Kara track was it? Oh, no, he put Melas, um, Gamote Calosinimo. Oh, fuck. What's that? Are you serious? All right. Uh, uh, do I know it? I probably know it. Dude, Gamote Calosinimo. <laughs> that sounds easily, heavy. It's easily one of my favorite, like, uh, the funniest. That sounds fucking. Calosinimo. <laughs> fuck my. Fuck my good naturedness. Good naturedness. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> do you know what kills me with this guy? Look at this guy, man. Yeah, he's straight out of the 90s, man. <laughs> do, do you know what kills me with this song? My favorite memory of it, someone asked me like years ago, like 2017, going on 2018, what are you doing for New Year's? Like, where are you? Like, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. And, and I sent back a video. I'm lying on the sand at Middle Brighton Beach. I've got a dart in my mouth. I've got a hoodie on, like some, <laughs> some hoodie. I've got like stubble beard and this is cranking in the background here. <laughs> Dude, this is the greatest song of all time. I'm telling you. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I think Pre- I prepare. Prepare. I think I know this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his face. Let him just yes, look. Yes, yes. Let him just look in the front. Staunch. <laughs> so let's put this on. I'm like, dude, you're a god for having this on, yeah? Zafiris Melas. Melas. Is it Melas? Yeah, Melas. Yeah. <laughs> Mad. 
Τηλεφωνό μου Man, this is sick He sounds like Johnny Seal Yeah They're all in the same school, man Yeah Oh man, I want to go I'm going to get I'm going to find the old tapes, man The old CDs I need oh, Man, this is what I'm talking about I hear a track Like this, and I just want to go on a fucking Greek bender. I want to go to a skilaviko and just get loose. Yeah, man. How good is it? Every now and then, you need to do it. If you, if stop Fuck yeah, man. The lyrics are deep. Bravo. Thema? Yeah, like a sacrifice or whatever. Oh, like some right. blame. <laughs> Holy shit. If you listen to the lyrics of this song, do yourself a favor. I'm going to do it. Listen yeah. to the lyrics because they're so fucking staunch. Staunch. It's just like. What a mad cunt. I've deleted. <sighs> what a... I've taken my phone and deleted like hundreds of numbers. You know what I mean? It's like. and thema ke me You know what I mean? That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. What a line. Those who live in the lie. Your whole life is a lie. Those who live in the lie. Fucking oath, man. I'm telling you, it's deep. One of my favorite pastimes for ages was I was sitting around my mum translating Greek songs putting on the, this shit yeah and every song was about being broken by a woman yeah 100% every Greek song <laughs> every Greek every, song every Greek song <laughs> some putana wronged me she fucking did me wrong just, fuck her I'm gonna I, go get pissed I said to my mate <laughs> the other day okay you've gotta put karask yagapi katevathizete He's like, which one's that? I'm like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I go, this is it. This was on, my mum brought back the album from Greece for me, like in 2013 or 14. Can't And the album was called Kyrios uh, Makialitis or some shit like that. <laughs> like, what a sick cunt, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did it have, <laughs> kefe, You played that song for me for the first time. <laughs> what a fucking line. <laughs> Agapi, <laughs> all you need, hang on, Agapi Katevathizete, hang on, Karas, <laughs> fucking sick cunt, hang on, hopefully this brings it up, I don't know, because of the spelling, it might be um all over the shop, Katevathizete, is this it? So Tragudi Katevathizete, hang on, let me suss it out, hopefully it is, if it isn't, I'm gonna have to find the other one. These guys are considered like gods in Greece. Yeah, bad, no, nah, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being Kara <laughs> in Greece and just having just gomes surrounded you like you're at a bar at a table and you got like fucking ten gomes <laughs> and you're just in the middle. Oh, this is it. I think this is it. This has got to be it. Come on, please. Oh, yeah. Dude, all you need, honestly, is the first line from the first verse. Yeah, I, f- I was sitting in my house and this like I had the CD playing. This is like the fourth or fifth track, and I've heard this fire up, and I'm just like, like the fucking <laughs> leg click, automatic, automatic. Feel- the fuck, yeah, bad, yeah. 
and I've just sat down and I've just listened. Like I still remember staring at my TV screen, right, because it was playing. The first line hits, and I rewound it to the start of the song and listened to all of it again. Man, listen. means like sinks or is ruined or something like right, that. Okay. It's like the way it, like it breaks down and is destroyed. Man, it's it's so think about this man. <laughs> like there was a time when we were coming up. There was a time when we were coming up where it was so popular to be Greek, right? It was really in the in the forefront of the of, of the culture. And I remember being so like proud, like it was like when you were really, real. I was so into everything Greek, man. I remember listening to Greek music all the time. My Greek was so good. Yeah, it was such an era of like the late nineties, early two thousands. And for what it's worth, man, like I remember, like there was something about, I don't know. There's like I felt like you feel like I remember feeling a certain way and, and 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 it's different I don't feel like that anymore and I think it's there's a connection we're lucky in that way because we've got to really and you get that sense when you go to Greece but there's that connection that we have to to our to our heritage and our culture and it's it is something that is uh yeah you feel it man it's a strong there's a real strong sense of of that Greek culture, and I miss it, man. I, I don't I don't really have that. I don't really listen. You know, I don't have that in my life much anymore. I, I mean, I granted, I, man, I'm, I eat Greek food as much as I can, but in terms of like speaking Greek, I don't and listening to Greek music. I don't know. I said it to my mate. I go, I can't wait for when the Greek hits at the wedding. Yeah, and I'm going to be on my like knees doing yeah. the slaps, you know, left and right. Like, yeah, when, uh, yeah, man. When you're doing man, the like, uh, dude, I love it. I go <laughs> the point where um going to be there as well. He got invited, right? Because yeah. he knows him. And he goes, man, he goes, when the shit hits yeah. and we're fucked, yeah. he goes, I want his old man to be going up to him, like to the groom, and be like, hello, though. I've been in there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's 100%. It's just literally like, Peanut, <laughs> like these guns are fucked. Peanut, yeah, dude, literally. You can picture like <laughs> yeah. everyone's old man doing it, yeah, like, yeah, in a suit, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck are these uh-huh, idiots? Hundred percent, man. And we're just sitting there going, like, just losing it. I know we're gonna wrap up soon, but I, I, I was just gonna ask you this: Do you reckon? I mean, this is why I want to go to Greece too, I, because I think there are still pocket. I mean, uh, granted, I think the culture has changed as well i think in greece like it's not as greek as it once was okay um because of globalism and all that shit but there is still like you still feel it and and i think for me personally like i want to 
I want to be able to, like, I want to go there because I want to be able to feel that, like, really kind of spend some time there so I can kind of absorb it again. Just reconnect uh, with... Yeah, reconnect with it, man. I think, you know what shits me is, like, when you go to Oakley, I was in Oakley today just getting something, and I walked into Mythos to get a feed, and you had the, the, the off the boaters at the front, like the young kids that have come in, they've come in during the, the Chrissy sort of thing, and they've looked, they're, they're like, they're suffering from that thing of, like, they left Greece and didn't actually change... Yeah, and they're still stuck in that always more sort of shit. Right, right. These right. kids out the front in their floods and their fucking Nike airs. Right. I'm walking in, and they've like turned and just sussed me up, like up and down. I'm wearing just trackies and a hoodie. Like I look like shit. <laughs> I just walked in, walked out, and they're fucking staring at me the entire time. Walked into Mythos, put an order in, left to go to Nichols to uh, Vanilla to get something, and I've come back. So they've done the double take. Like each time I've walked in, the place was empty. There was no one there. So I can tell if someone's turning their full fucking body to look at me suss it out and then like turn back and say they're my like yes you know what I mean right yeah. and the entire I just feel like saying in Greek I just want to turn like magatikitas yeah, yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> like relax it eh? yeah, yeah you yeah. work at a fucking tavern man you're not you're not a fucking Anassis or some sort of entrepreneur or some shit that I need to be respecting right now like you know where, where was this sorry Mythos oh Mythos yeah, yeah it's yeah, just right. that Roy's more that Greek Roy's more yeah it's like yeah, yeah. it's like Malaka yeah, just yeah. calm down calm, man. calm down yeah relax that's something that I feel like yeah Greeks suffer from the most they need to be told to fucking relax yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean yeah just relax relax yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright man relax yeah just relax uh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, it yeah. just yeah. relax man yeah but that's where you get the real manga from the Seftel manga. Seftel <laughs> <laughs> manga. Yeah, man. Seftel manga. So they're out there. They're out there. Seftel manga. Yeah, man. We're, we're, yeah, 100%. Dude, if I had a Tinder account, I'd want that in my bio. Is it separating the mangas from the Seftel manga? Yeah, fucking oath. Seftel manga. It's like the, it's the OGs, mate. You can't. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're, 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 they're f- fakes, bro. Do you know what I remember you said, man, at my birthday in 2012 when we were at Guinnessy? You said, in the lead yeah. up to it, we were like sending songs to each other and shit, like getting amped up. Yeah, yeah. And you said, you sent me some fucking track like Rosa or something, yeah. something heavy. Yeah. And you're like, I'll be standing there and like saluting while the place burns down. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember I said it to my mum and she died of laughter. Saluting. And she's like, that's what we do. She goes, like, yeah. that's the Greeks' way of celebrating is to destroy everything they've built. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? I had to explain it to someone the other day. Why do we destroy everything? Like, dude, when Greeks celebrate, like, people say, oh, you know, you break plates. I'm like, we don't fucking break plates. We break anything. Yeah. Like <laughs> anything. We smash whatever we can get. Yeah. My mate said he was at a wedding and someone, someone's uncle took his shirt off and set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We fucking burn the shit down. Why? Is that because we can just rebuild it? I think, I don't know, man. I think it's part of our, it's part of the pathos. It's part of that fucking, <laughs> it's part of Kefi as well. There's something about it where it's like, we want to fucking, we want to, it's like this, Life at the same time, this destruction. <laughs> it's all captured in one thing. Life. And Life death. is birth and death <laughs> together. We're controlling the fire and the destruction while like we, amplifying our we moment. Are, yeah, man. We're like the force. <laughs> we're like the force of God. 
That's hilarious. I just keep picturing the guy setting his shirt on fire at the wedding. And I can just see what he looks like, like without even seeing him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the kilia, rem- yeah. the hair, the cross. My my dad. I remember my dad telling me this story when he was young. He used to he 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 was working at a bar. He had a bar with his mates. They were working at a, in an island. I think it was in Baros or something. And he was telling me, and they used to get all this clientele coming in, and you know, and you know, people with lots of money and stuff. You know, that yeah. back then they were smashing plates. Yeah, and it would cost money to be able to do that. And they would be ordering, you know like this and they had this guy had a little he told me about one guy who had a little little sfiraki and would just be like bang 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 and just ripping through plates yeah and there was one dude he was telling me some story about someone where one night it was just fucking like the dance floor was just it was just like rubble with like plates <laughs> it was like a fucking war zone right yeah Sarajevo 1993 no shit yeah exactly and there's one dude standing there doing a zebic as a Bekikor, in amongst the rubble, orders the the most expensive bottle of scotch, pours it around himself while he's doing a Zebekia, takes off his velvet jacket, lights it, and and sets the jacket on fire while he's dancing in the flames. I thought, no, you can't top that shit. <laughs> that's it. You've you've won. That's the king. <laughs> you're, the, you're the king. <laughs> Dude, it's shit like that that I've had to explain to people. Like the garifala at the fucking bouzouka, yeah? You're buying platters of flowers yeah. to throw as a tribute to the singer. Yeah. But these platters aren't cheap, man. They're fucking no. thousands of dollars. By the end of it, it's like... It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 what are you doing, man? And it's yeah. like, literally, they're throwing bills. Like, bills. bills. Yeah. yeah, it's like ballers. Yeah. It's like American ballers making it rain. Yeah. That's, it's, it's that shit. It's like, you know, how much are the fucking Luludia? It's like, you know, 50 bucks up there. Like, and then start yeah. throwing bills down. Yeah, 100%. And just like, yeah. Barta. Barta, And they're yeah. just throwing them at the fucking singer. Like, yeah. What are you doing? That's like a week's wage there. Yeah, man. You just spent a week's wage to throw dead flowers at a fucking singer. Because they're so in the moment. It, <laughs> it, it, it's really like an expression of it. nothing Nothing after this matters. Every- Only this moment. <laughs> they're totally present in the moment and in, and loving the moment. There's, some, there's something, yeah, it, that, that's what it's about. I, I, I'll, look, I know you've got to go, man. I know mm-hmm. I should probably go as well. Um, I'll leave. I'll end it on this, man. I remember when people ask me, like, what's it like in Greece, like clubbing and shit like that? Like, you know, how is it different? I go, look, man, I always use the example of going to the bar to buy some drinks and then I've asked for water and I've pulled my wallet out and they're like, and it's like, yeah, you don't pay for water in a club. They give you fucking bottles of water. Yeah. But then I always say, like, one of the last times I'd gone, I remember being in a club with a mate. I was drinking. Like, I was fucked. But I wasn't fucked when I left, but I was getting there, right? My uncle comes, picks me up, takes me to another joint, right? Takes me and my mate, takes us to another joint, and we meet, like, his brother there, right? So my other uncle. And these guys are our age. And I just remember being there and then leaving that joint and getting to another venue, which was more like a, a upbeat sort of club. Yeah. I didn't remember moving from one club to another, <laughs> but I went to the next joint. I got in, no issues, nothing. And I remember just being leaning up against the wall and I'm just seeing two women dancing on a table, like dancing on a fucking table. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like I'm trying to, my, my Melbourneian brain's trying to process it because I was cooked. 
And I looked at my uncle. I go, Tutiana, he goes, Etsy, the Etsy Pezzi Elada. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's <laughs> handing me a beer. And he's like, clinked the beer with me. I was gone. <laughs> yeah. I changed venues like three times in like two hours. And I just came to, and there's like two women dancing on a table. And everyone's just losing their shit. Yeah. Everyone's erupting. Yeah, man. Like, where am I, man? Like, where the f- and You're in Greece, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you really are, man. You feel it. You fucking, you feel it when you go there and you live. You go there on holiday. You feel it, man. Like, you're there for a month. It feels like you've lived a whole year. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, that's the magic of that place, man. And I miss it, bro. I miss it. I, I, <laughs> I think I need to start going to more Greek nights in Melbourne. Where, where, where are they? I don't know. Like, Tracks Dornham, you know, like Kinesey when it moved there. But it's more like okay. one of those fucking clubs in like Kalamaki in Athens where it's like big. It's not like Kinesey of Old where it was like intimate and, you know, just a dance floor. What, what are you talking about? You know, you know what Track is? Oh, Old track. Silvers. Oh, yeah. That's was- where Kinesey is now. Oh, is it? Okay. So, it's like a stage. You know what I mean? Ah. It doesn't have that dance floor where you could just- Burn shit up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was still at the- nah. Okay. To, to, to date, that is still one of my favorite venues in Melbourne, like that old Guinnessy bar. Like, yeah, yeah. It was a dive. It, it was, was a dive. Yeah. Gold diggers and just old wogs. <laughs> but man- It was fun, man. It was fun. You'd, yeah. get the, you'd walk in smashed at 2am and they'd give you a bottle, like yeah. bottle service at the table. Like, yeah. yeah, man, like your money. Yeah, here's 200. Take it That's and here's it. an extra shot on us as well. Yeah. 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 You don't have that anywhere else. Nowhere else. You'll never see it anywhere else. Yeah, nah. Greeks it in Greece. put Greece Greeks put Yaskedasi over everything. Yeah. And I think that's the key difference. Yeah. Well, it's that whole thing of live we here we live to work. Over there they work to live. At the bare minimum they'll work. But yeah. they'll live like they're living sixty yeah. lives at once exactly. for one night. Exactly. And they've got fucking peanuts. They've got, got nothing. They got no money. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they got one coffee at the table amongst five people. <laughs> <laughs> one one pack of smokes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're out, man. They're out. They're, it's a kinonia, you know what I mean? Like everyone's together. People are talking. It's more social. I feel very isolated here. <laughs> Let's talk about my, my depression. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Hold up.